0: Hi, it's me, Jack, your favourite host of Wrong Term Memory, giving you an update on our Patreon. We now offer a £1 a month service at wrongtermmemory.com. No, that's not right. At patreon.com forward slash wrongtermmemory. May as well just leave that in. Yeah, fuck it. We've also reduced the price of our top tiers by a pound a month as well. So head on over to our Patreon and get bonus episodes and early access ad free episodes. You won't need to listen to this. Absolute travesty again.
1: Quite the thing dot com. The network, oh, without constraints.
0: Hi everybody, welcome to Wrong Term Memory. This is episode 51, part two of last week's episode where we are, well, you tell the people that might not have listened last week what we're doing, Colin.
1: Well, if you didn't listen last week, then you bloody should have done. Uh, and it's there in the archives for you if you missed it. Please go back and check it out. But we were turning our hands to the job of Agony Aunt and Agony Uncle and going through some questions, some concerns and some problems that some of the listeners had sent in either via email or Twitter DM. Um, our advice went a little bit longer probably than what we planned since the show became a two-parter. So we've got the second half of the questions to go through today with Jack, myself and of course
0: Caroline. Right, this one's quite uh, okay. Um, I have always struggled a little bit socially, despite actually having friends and knowing people. I have always um, just been a little bit confused. I think I'm okay mostly. It's just starting a conversation, saying hello, ending a conversation, talking on the phone. I seem to speak at the wrong times and interrupt. Unintentionally, I start talking about stuff that I feel is normal. But I give the impression I've said something really geeky or weird or something that the person I'm talking to just gets a little bit confused about. In general, though, I feel that people get on okay with me, and maybe it sounds like minor issues, but I have carried it around forever, and it can take a toll, feel like it's hardly worth socialising because it's so stressful. Frankly, I was in the business of avoiding people before the NHS made it cool, in inverted commas, Um, so if you have any advice, even if it's just the nuclear option of getting rid of the rest of my dwindling friends and just be done with it, then that would be great. Right, Gavin. Um, as part of my professional life, I work and um, don't work specifically with people with mental health difficulties and depression and anxiety and X, Y, and Z. But I do not an expert, but I do deal with it on a sort of daily basis. I would, I would never rule out speaking to a professional about this. Basically, as um, without getting too deep and serious about it, the. A lot of people push that, that it's good to talk and it is good to talk. And if you have friends that you feel comfortable talking to on a one-to-one basis, you can maybe have that conversation with them. But it sounds like those are the conversations that you are struggling with. So professional help sounds. It can sound a little bit scary, a little bit um, over the top, basically. But we're in a society now, 2021, where professional help is available. It might take a while to... To get that through the NHS, it can, you can get put on a waiting list and sometimes it can be two months, three months, six months, eight months, which may not help you in the meantime. There is also, there's like free phone numbers, there's charities out there. Go on Google, like Colin does, and just sort of Google what's in your local area and, and try and maybe speak to somebody on a more sort of professional um of a more professional nature basically these people are there to help and most of them are very sort of good at their job and sort of drilling down on what is causing this why you're that confused way having through mental health difficulties for 20 years basically up and down up and down one thing to sort of know as well is, like this feeling that it won't end that you will never be the same again in inverted commas as as a common feeling and it does get better and it can get better but i would um never rule out the professional professional help basically is what i'm is what i'm trying to get at gavin mate and best of luck to you man any other advice guys
1: yeah i'll 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 jump in there um first of all well done for sending that in in the first place and jack well done you have some great advice um Very, very well put and really good stuff included in that. There's not a lot I can add to it other than a couple of things, really. Gavin, um, it's no wonder that you've struggled a little bit. We've went through a year that's been extraordinary. Uh, Unlike any other, where I think even the most well-adjusted of people um, have felt a bit different and questioned their sanity and how they feel about things at times. Um, Listen, the fact that you've actually got friends and you've got people that want to talk to you on the telephone and stuff like that, It means you're probably doing a little bit better than you think um you're potentially being a little bit hard on yourself here um as for saying things that are geeky being a geek's pretty cool these days truth be told um i'm into stuff now and i talk about things now and i take an interest in things now that i would never have mentioned i liked 10 15 20 years ago because i'd get bullied or laughed at and stuff like that nowadays being a geek's cool but being an adult is all about being a geek and Doing stuff that you what you liked as a child that you probably couldn't afford then and you can now and stuff. So the things that you may be thinking a little bit geeky or weird and stuff like that, try and embrace them a little bit and just just do you do being you. That's the the, the best way you can be because you're coming across as a good guy here, a guy that obviously cares and you do have friends and you've got a friendship group that care about you. So. Just don't beat yourself up. Maybe think about this, speaking to somebody and see if that helps. Even look at things like the, the Headspace app or similar stuff that you can download. There's a really good app on Apple called Breathe, which is really, really good just for calming you down, chilling you out and reminding you to just take a couple of minutes a few times a day just to do your breathing exercises and stuff. Um, but keep your head up. The world's changing again for the better, and you're going to get to experience more public experience with your friends in real life and not telephones if that's awkward and stuff like that. You'll get to do more face-to-face
0: stuff really, really soon and I'm sure you'll feel all the better for it, mate, so hang in there. Caroline, anything anything, anything you've experienced or anything else that you, you think might help help Gavin because he has been, even just reaching out, even just typing that up uh, might have helped, but yeah, anything yeah. to add, pal?
2: Yeah, your advice so far, the, the two of you have been fantastic and I think we can all be our own worst critics at times, and it might be that you know it's it's not something that's as noticeable to your friends as you perceive it is. Um, we we can all be in a situation where we catch ourselves, and um and you know that's okay. And and they're your friends; they're likely to to kind of forgive you for for small slip ups like that. If you think though that it's part of of a bigger issue, then absolutely, perhaps speaking to a professional is is the way to go, and it's it's definitely a fantastic option um but you know in, in the kind of in the meantime like Colin said don't be hard on yourself these are your friends uh, and the fact that you're being so considerate about the way you interact with your friends is a fantastic sign that actually you are a, a brilliant friend and they're going to be forgiving for it for stuff like this and um, if you do notice it happen as well just kind of address it and say oh sorry that was me you know um talking about something geeky there or, or whatever and you can always turn a conversation around I think you know uh people love talking about themselves they love to chat so if you think that maybe at one point in a conversation you've done something you you didn't like turn it around and you know ask someone a question and allow themselves to to you know chat away and feel flattered that you're interested you can always spin it around into a positive I think but yeah for, for the most part um you know it's likely that you're probably being a bit more critical than than what other people will notice. But fair play to you for, for you know, like Colin and Jack said, writing in and kind of talking about this, because it's absolutely, I'm sure, something that a lot of people will be able to relate to.
0: Yeah. Gavin, well done for taking that step, mate, and hello, wrong-term memory. You can always drop an email and, like, we... we might even get back to you privately, or whatever you know. If you've got any issues, we're, we're not professionals, obviously. Um, we can just give sort of our own personal advice. We'll move on to Julie. So we'll let you take this one, Caroline. Um, this is the first. Is this the first one we've had from a from a girl? Yeah. So Julie's typed in. Um,
2: Julie's. Sorry, guys. I've just realised I'm looking at an old version. And I don't.
0: Oh have no, no, it's okay. Um, <laughs> right, I'll just go this. So well. right, I have a crush oh. on the checkout person at my local Lidl. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I think they might like me too, as we both seem to get a little bit flustered when we talk, make eye contact, etc. Is there anybody to ask them out for a coffee? Give them my number without it being weird and having to get my groceries elsewhere forever. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Caroline, we'll, we'll let you answer that. You're a, you're an attractive w- lady woman, and <laughs> uh, uh, w- 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 what is your experience? Because normally it would this seem this would i think would be a guy sort of asking these questions but for um julie to to write in and sort of look for a little bit of advice Should you get any advice for julie do
2: you know what I, I love that question um and you know fair play again for being brave and kind of considering uh doing this because it does put yourself right out of your comfort zone if you're going to approach someone in not the typical setting like a bar or whatever so yeah i love that you're considering that um I think consider what you would like if the table were turned. So if you were at your job at the Aldi checkout, what's the nicest, you know, least awkward way that you would want someone to come up to you and let you know that they're interested? Um, And I think you can always start out small with this type of thing. You can maybe just try to open up conversation a little bit. Um, I always think it makes a big difference just to be, you know, quite smiley and get some chit-chat on the go. And then if you feel that it's being reciprocated a little, you can always get a little bit bolder. And just make a comment that probably borders on flirty, but maybe just friendly and see kind of what reaction you get. Just test the water a little um, because it's not the ideal place, I guess, to to put yourself out there. But there's probably ways that you can you can do it a little more subtly and see how it goes. Colin?
0: Um,
1: Yes, it's a mad one, isn't it? Because... I mean, the Checkout staff in Lidl in particular are so fucking rapid putting stuff through. I don't know (laughs) you can't get eye contact with Mm. them. Um, Listen, I'm I'm not sure you've got a crush, to be fair, on the Checkout personals. I think you've just seen somebody in Lido that you find quite attractive. And you've not been anywhere in the last year apart from (laughs) Lido, truth be told. So it's been slim pickings (laughs) out there to actually see new people. Um. I can't envisage a lifetime at any point where I would try and pass my number or try and chat up the, the checkout girl in Lidl. We've got some lovely checkout girls in our Lidl, Jack, actually. Um, and also always have a wee bit of chat with them and be nice to them and stuff like that. But the, the thought of giving one a number or trying to do anything like that, it just seems awkward. There's always a queue in Lidl of people behind you as well. Um it's mad, but pff, I don't know, people fall in love in lots of different ways, so maybe you could be the, the woman that fell in love with the man in Lidl. Um, good luck with it, because there's, there's there's definitely a sitcom or a movie or something, a, a rom-com in this. This could be the, the start of it, if it all goes well, Julie. Yeah, um, and if we make
0: a Korean fucking Mr. Oh, M, we'll definitely watch <laughs> right it. You and get one viewer, yeah.
1: Um, what I would say is, Julie, you can go to the pub and you can go to the beer gardens and stuff like that now. I would ask you to go to the pub this weekend, right? Have a couple of drinks in the in the pub and see some more people about. Then go back to Lidl and see if your feelings are still as strong.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say, go to the pub, get a few drinks and then go to Lidl. No, like, no, no, up. no. <laughs> just,
1: I, I do think this is a bit of lockdown, love, which is maybe the person in Lidl is maybe just replacing all the other people that you've not had in your life for a year. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Julie, but I think it's true. I right, if Hart. she
2: likes him when she's sober, that's got to be a better sign than when you're in the pub and you're kind of, you know, you've got your beer goggles on and you think someone's absolutely stunning when maybe they're not so much.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is true. To be fair, um, I don't know. I just can't. I just, I can't cope with the awkwardness of that. I just can't. I can't do it. I've got a mate that would put it up for this. I've got a mate Dom, and he's, he's happily married now, but he used to love an awkward chat line and just awkward. Stuff. I remember we were at a barbecue once. Um, as kind of older teenagers and he grabbed like a burger and he put it down beside this girl and sat on it and went, I'm on a
0: roll, what's
1: your name? <laughs> Stuff like that. You? <laughs> yeah. awful, I
0: know Dom. Awful. Jesus. You do know Dom. Um, i never seen him in full action like that, but
1: yeah, like, awful Dom
0: was always in a group of guys was always really quiet and sort of reserved.
1: Like oh, How you got to know him, he wasn't, he was a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> He he! I've seen him do the whole taking the ice out his drink and throwing it on the floor in the dancing and saying that's broke the ice and stuff oh, like that. Shit.
2: No, he's done,
1: he does. He's done, he's <laughs> oh, done all fuck. that stuff in his life. Um, he's done the whole um up to two girls in the dancing and said to one of them, "Do you like dancing? Yeah, i went been mean, dancing. I talked to your pal. He's done them all, basically. Oh, no. Um, and he would he, he would embrace uh a, a little checkout chat, I think, but for most people, Julie. It's not realistic, I'm afraid.
2: Do you know the worst chat-up line I ever heard? Um, I don't know if you remember O'Neill's on Sochie Hall Street. It's a bit of a dive kind of bar it's... that's open until 3am, till but for whatever reason, we used to go there a lot. And this guy just came up to me and one word <laughs> just <laughs> said, Randy, <quite> <laughs> <hard."> <laughs> well, I don't know why. I don't know why Randy was the word of choice, because it just seems so out of the blue, but yeah, it didn't work. Should... <laughs>
0: <laughs> we get guys like that as well. That like he has honed his word, which is Randy. So it's one word, and if you say that to one thousand girls on a night, Randy, 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 you make it one reaction, and that's all he's looking for. Is that one that works? That's his his tactic is like machine gun it and just time
2: saver.
0: Randy, 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 and just slide it out <laughs> to it, like, every girl at the bar. So. But could I ask you a question about him, Caroline?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Make you a good breakfast the next day.
0: <laughs>
2: well, surprisingly, I mean, with all the effort that he put into it, it wasn't successful for him, and he would have thought it. But, um, but yeah, I, I do appreciate that he was just swift and to the point and And, you know, and that said, it would have been nicer if he'd offered to buy a
0: drink. <laughs> yeah, you could maybe, Julie, you could maybe, like, start buying, like, what's a fruit juice and stuff like that and saying maybe you should think about having some of this and sort of slide
1: buy buy condoms and say and take one for yourself (laughs) (laughs) how
2: do
0: you like your eggs in the morning yeah Uh, well I slap my (laughs) what you could do is you could um, go onto Facebook find them find out all of his likes and then like create like a a a dream board and take a picture of it and then send it to him in private message like a fucking maniac some people like that
1: (laughs) Point you would find his Facebook, find his interests and then try and drop on them into conversation, try and make it sound organic, <clears throat> that's the kind of levels of sneakiness <laughs>
0: that I would do if I ended
1: up going, I'm so that's
0: glad sneaky, stalker- that's stalkerish, but yeah I was yeah. only joking, but yeah um, it might work oh, Yeah. Um, I, I, I hear you're into the band Slipknot <laughs> well don't actually say you, you hear you're into it. just get a Slipknot tattoo yes. a <laughs> when they get a tattoo that's what to do, Julie. Go for it. Go fucking... Like, go absolute nuclear, and he will definitely uh, not think you're a fucking maniac. Betty. Betty, first of all, I love your name. You don't get
1: Hello, friends. Colin here. The looks, the charm, and the brains behind Drunk Memory. Just wanted to pop in and interrupt your listening pleasure to let you know about our Patreon and some changes. That we've made to it recently. We've introduced a one pound tier where you get absolutely hee haw, other than the sense of achievement that could only come from supporting two great guys like myself and Jack. We've also reduced the price of the two top tiers eh, by a pound on each of them just because we appreciate life is a little bit shit just now, and eh, if we can make things a little bit better for people, then we will. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash wrong term memory and you'll be able to get early access to shows, ad-free, and lots of bonus content.
0: Many Bettys nowadays. Uh, what age are you? 106. Um, how can I train <laughs> myself not give a less of a fuck? Uh, I get myself worked up about things, and no matter what I try, I can't help it. <clears throat> right, okay, so again, sort of, it um, there's like a little bit of anxiety and overthinking. I kind of think you've already... Kind of answered your question with, with using the word train myself. Put in a little bit of sort of effort and training. We've mentioned a few of the apps and stuff like that, Colin. so I, I kind of think Betty's Betty kind of knows that she needs to train herself, but maybe she's not took that step to actually do it.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's exactly what it is, and I think like knowing that you need to do it and knowing the idea of training yourself is great, but that that's step, the, yeah. kind of jump-off point of actually doing it is the hardest part. Um, I, I think like one of the I think one of the bravest things you can do if you're in a position where you find yourself stressed about things and worrying about things, is let one of them go. Right, pick one thing that you stress and worry about, and just let that one thing go for that day or for that week or for that month, and then look and see what happened. What was the the response or the result of that action? 99 out of 100, absolutely nothing will happen. The fact that you stopped wondering about that thing will change absolutely nothing. And that might give you the belief or the confidence to adopt that ideology to more things. Um, Because people do generally worry about things they shouldn't be worrying about, stress about things that they've got no absolutely no input to, and it isn't a good way to live your life at all. And I probably sound a bit like a broken record here, but we've had a year where you've had time to think, to procrastinate, to worry about shit that you really, really can't control. Um, and if you can, just gonna make that jump off point of picking one thing and let that go on its own and learn from that, that nothing bad happened because of it, the world kept revolving, and you're still alive... Then I think it'll be easier to then do that to the second thing, the third thing, the fourth thing, and eventually you'll be like me and not give a fuck about anything.
0: <laughs> uh, like, let's not fucking push the vote out too far, Colin. Like, don't go full Colin. No, <coughs> don't, don't, do like, oh, I'm, I'm actually getting it, Colin, kidding on it. Doesn't give a fuck about things. Um, you, you, we we'll all of us, we all have things where we, we we do care about what people think. Anxiety is. It's a, it's a bit of a nightmare, like, and I, I never used to suffer anxiety. <clears throat> like, I was just a straight-up depression guy, you know. Like, thought everything's rubbish. Anxiety has come into it in the last year, and yeah, it's just you've noticed that there's an issue. Bit again, broken record. At least you've noticed it. You, that's the first step. You've noticed it, and that little bit of training. Caroline, any, anything else to? Um, tell betty here
2: yeah the only thing i would add is try to identify what the kind of triggers are what is it that gets you riled about stuff if it's social media genuinely try to delete at least one of the apps that that kind of would would cause a situation like that because lots of people say that they They feel quite stressed and anxious looking at, you know, some of of social media and the standards that are set and the expectations that they feel are upon them. And it's quite freeing to just cut it out. Like, for example, I got rid of Facebook. I just thought it was toxic and I don't miss it in the slightest. But even in work, I think with a lot of people working at home in the last year, like we've had good chats with our teens in work about the fact that it can seem a bit overwhelming and you can be an absolute martyr or slave to your work so just trying to create a better atmosphere and doing things like deleting the work email app off your phone or whatever it might be having a hard cut off where after six o'clock you don't stop work or you make sure you do nothing on the weekends you know whatever it is that's that's causing you a little bit of stress or anxiety like Colin says test the water try to cut it out and I think you'll be surprised how effective it is and how little impact there actually is when, when you probably think there will be.
0: Yeah, trying to run the, quite a thing, media, the the network we've got going, Colin will tell you that I'm a fucking bit of a tornado, a little bit of a maniac at times. So the advice I'm giving you that I, I don't really follow by myself, for example, I woke up at five o'clock this morning with an idea and couldn't get back to sleep. So got up and typed up a full document. <laughs> so I didn't forget the idea, like... <laughs> So I am offering advice, and I think it's good advice, but it's sort of do what I say, not what I do, because I'm bad for it, Colin. You will know this. No comment. <laughs> yeah, no fucking comment.
1: <laughs> I love Jack my heart, you. But he's <laughs> been doing my nutting recently <laughs> with some stuff, so yes.
0: <laughs> well, um, that's it, but we, we charge a where are we now, Colin? Where are we now? Last um, couple we're of we're questions. At la-
1: we're at our last question, I think, is it? Is there- oh, no, there's a couple, actually. Oh, uh, there's there's two light. more. Yeah. Um, okay, Katrina. Um... My boyfriend's parents caught us having sex. He'd assured me they were out for the day and they came home suddenly. I was half naked in the front room. (laughs) And now now his mother clearly hates the sight of me and his father keeps giving me weird smiles. (laughs) Keep it (laughs) (laughs) My my boyfriend claims that they're fine and they've forgotten the whole thing. But I feel terribly embarrassed about visiting now. I'm 23. Should I have this out with them? Um, no, you bloody well should not, Katrina. No. Um, it's, it's, it's a bit of a, a beamer, isn't it, that that's happened to you? It, it must be awful. But listen, his mum and dad fucking banged at least once so, to have him. So it's not as if you were caught doing something awful or terrible or disgusting, unless they walked in and slapped slapping your boob and spitting on you or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just going to be awkward for a while. It really is. Um, you, but it will get better over time, I would imagine. Um, as for the creepy dad Jack though I don't know what you do but <laughs> actually, the, the dad's probably not being creepy he just doesn't know what to do and he's just probably smiling and trying to be pleasant but it's maybe coming across a bit weird because you're maybe hypersensitive to this at the minute and rightly you should be his mum and dad have seen you naked but it's there's a lot worse things they could have caught you doing or
0: having done I think Caroline any sort of personal experience with this or any advice anything like that thank god no personal experience of this
2: i can't think of anything worse and like colin said i don't know maybe this isn't the best advice there is no way i would be addressing this i would just be trying to brush it under the carpet and pray pray that i don't know a few weeks months years whatever it takes passes and everyone largely moves on you never know like a few years it might be a funny anecdote that you can tell it like dinner parties or at your wedding or whatever but i think there's going to be an awkward few months ahead <laughs> um yeah that's just sounds awful it's just about grinning and bearing it for a while but it will pass
0: Yeah, not. but yeah bury it deep deep down <laughs> right and then if your boyfriend now is the love of your life you get married when you're in re- relationship counseling later on and that you can bring it up <laughs> keep uh, it saved it's... up your mother's always hated me because of back in 2021 you were slapping my titties, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And your um, dad, oh, he, he he sent me a dick pic once. Did you know that? It all comes out in the woodwork. <laughs> oh, good oh, yeah.
1: um, I've got I've got a wee story a bit linked to this actually right, about oh, my friend, oh. a friend of mine that I won't name. I'll, I'll tell you off air, Jack, because you yeah, know you know them, yeah. right? <laughs> um, a friend that was, he started seeing a girl from East School bride right? And girls from East Co-Bride are, 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 are different, they're weird. And um, he was in her house that she loved in with her mum and they were having sex and there was a knock on the bedroom door and he obviously jumped out of the bed and stopped basically and the mum came into the room and said to the girl, um, can you come out here please I need to speak to you. The girl went out of the room, <laughs> came back in five minutes later, jumped back into the bed, and he was like, what's going on? What's happening? He's like, sorry, Mom just wanted to borrow a condom. <laughs> oh <Yeah.
0: Jesus. laughs>
1: he had hard man back at the same time. You're um,
2: gonna need therapy about that at some point in the future, aren't you? The sh-
0: daughter. Thought, oh, <laughs> it's Simultaneous man. banging, man. Like I, I like I've had no personal experience of this. Um kind of like let like put out of there get caught having a chug like when I was younger.
2: Goodbye? Like
0: like, 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 no, like, like my, well, I stayed in my mum's house when I was younger, so... Mum caught you? <laughs> well, basically, I... Like, like, okay. right, here it goes, fuck it, it's going out there. <laughs> right at the point of no return, the door opens, <gasps> so you, t- you tuck it away and and then just plaster it on your boxers and all sorts, man, it was horrible. Oh, that... And, oh, your
2: poor right, yeah. mum as well, she doesn't want to look oh, in that yeah, either,
0: yeah. does she? Yeah, what we've done is uh, buried that deep, deep, deep Deep, deep down this is probably the first time I've ever spoke about it in <laughs> 20 20 21 years See, so, I yeah. never I never get caught
1: once Jack but I did try to pretend for about five years that I got a runny nose at night and kept sneezing and wiping at my pyjamas yeah your socks are
0: awfully sniffly <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> Jesus. Oh,
2: so we God. telling Katrina that it's 20 plus years before she'll be able to to get over oh yeah, yeah, so pretty, for years, yeah. <laughs> two Four.
0: decades 2041 yeah. <laughs> and then you can speak no. about it publicly on a public forum where people actually listen I kind of forgot that people are listening to this. Um, <laughs> shit.
1: You know, one quick way to get over this really, really quickly, actually, is to have sex with them again, get yourself up your spout and give them a grandchild, and everything will be forgotten. Cause all or can
2: you walk th- in on them and make it, like, equally awkward? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah.
0: oh, And then just start sweating at eat mum coyly. <laughs> 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 with a weird smile. Like, definitely text to dad and say, look, I'm kind of into a threesome, so, like... Let me know next time you're going to be at it. And then sneak in and take a picture. Boom. Problem solved. All good
2: advice.
1: Yeah. I, want, I, want, I want to say we'll move on to something a little bit more wholesome, but unfortunately I can't. Um, Caroline, do you want to read this one out? Have you got that one in front of you from Dean?
2: Yes, two seconds. I'm on the ball this time. So the last one from Dean. Recent- oh, goodness, thanks. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Recently, while having sex with a German woman, she stuck her finger right up my taxi. She said, you like? No. I replied, I don't, yes. <laughs> is, there, is it wrong of me to make fun of someone's English while being digitally probed by them? Um, so, Jack and Colin, I don't know how you feel about this, but for me, in short, yes, it's wrong. <laughs> At any time, let alone when someone is naked, vulnerable, and by the sounds of things, trying their, dan- their darndest to make sure you're having a lovely time.
0: Oh, no, so, wait a minute. I, I, I can 100% fucking, wait a minute. No, no, no. <laughs> Stay away from the bum, the bum <laughs> bum girls With, without prior permission. Never, ever, ever go near it. That's, that's just to me. This
2: Board. is like the breast slapping it all over again, isn't it? You've got to ask first.
0: Yeah, you've got to ask. Like, breast slapping, calling somebody a cunt, getting a finger up the bum, getting a big, massive dildo out. You need to ask, yes. Speak. Obviously, Dean had... Um, I don't know how long he'd known this German woman for. Um, like, like did did they, did they have a bit of back and forth before? Like he would kind of take the piss a little bit about about the accent in the English, and maybe it sort of uh, broke the ice like Dom throwing it on the floor or whatever. Um, I don't know. Some some people are just very much <laughs> of an awkward nature where if they can't think of anything like serious to say, they will maybe just <laughs> blot something out, but. Yeah, to to purposely make fun of her accent, you should have just said, here, stay away from the the bum bum. (laughs) The only thing I want in the bum bum from now on is nice, fresh soap water from my toilet, to be perfectly honest with you, man. It's a a
1: brave woman, right, who decides with (laughs) no prior warning, no prior prior engagement, just to stick her finger up some guy's arse, because a lot of guys aren't the the cleanest of guys right and I think you need to have a conversation with somebody before you're putting a finger up there just so they've got a chance to make sure they're ready yeah, yeah. for that sort of thing because anything could come out of there <laughs> it's not it, you could be starting something that you can't finish if you put your finger in some random guy's arse I would imagine
0: oh, <laughs> i just just me of another story we get told just the other day actually um, about a guy having sex with um somebody in Spain on the beach, like obviously on a lad's <laughs> holiday or whatever and felt a little bit of a digit going up the bum. How was the last week's show? Oh yeah. Not 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 this show. Um on the other networks so oh, hopefully, so hopefully there's people that um listen. Like right, if you've heard this before, sorry, but I think we need to reiterate <laughs> it for people that haven't heard our other stuff. Sex on the beach with a girl, a little bit of a digit up the bum. Oh oh, looks at the girl. Oh whoa wow Notices that her hands aren't near his bum, turns around, and there's a Spanish tramp supposedly with the finger just up the guy's are. <laughs> No, I do not buy it, I don't think it's true, but it's quite funny just to think about like a homeless <laughs> well, guy just standing like, oh, look at the, the bum going up and down, and then just insert my digit, man. Oops. In, in, in my head, Manuel from Fulton. What an opportunist. <laughs> oh, an opportunist. It's rape. It's rape. <laughs> <laughs> You're, let's be honest here. You should go to jail. <laughs> and <laughs> and <vegist nothing. laughs> That's true, actually.
1: Oh, I think we can answer that one pretty easily then. That, Dean, you shouldn't make fun of her accent
0: for doing that. But that <laughs> is the least of your problems. not the, the, the ring-ring without proper fucking permission. That's Get a fucking. I think you you should need to sign a permission slip. There should be like some sort of like actual written contract before stuff like that happens. That's just my opinion, but I'm very much a uh, bureaucratist, basically. Uh, right this that. sounds like Jack's
2: <laughs> Me Too campaign. Your yeah. own Me Too campaign.
1: <laughs> Jack's creating the new layers of consent, basically. <laughs> oh,
0: superb! Um, I I loved that. Um, <laughs> And again, hello, at wrong Term memory. If you want to keep sending stuff in, anything, be it serious, be it not, the email is is always open. We will we'll use first names only. If you want to be anonymous, you can let us know that as well. So, Colin, lots and lots of fun, and well done for checking the mailbox because I was pretty, I was kind of unaware of some of these. Um, I'm not. Although I do want to fill out forms before you stick anything up my bum, I'm not great at the admin side of things at times. So, yeah, loved it, man. Uh, well, What's more? Yeah, it, it,
1: was, it was good fun. Uh, we are not real agony aunt and uncles, so please take our advice with a pinch of salt. Um, But we hope you've enjoyed listening to it regardless. And uh, a big thank you to Caroline for coming on, making her debut on this show and doing it absolutely brilliantly. So, Caroline, thank you.
2: Yeah, no, I absolutely enjoyed it, same as Jack, and yeah, absolutely delighted you uh, invited me on for the big 50th show. So yeah, thank you.
0: Right, everybody, thank you for listening. We will speak to you soon. You know, then you bye,
1: bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Browse only the best pods in the best network. Quite the thingmedia.com
0: Colin, I personally don't think there's anybody still listening, and if they are, they're pretty hardcore wrong-term memory fans, and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash wrong term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes
1: absolutely and if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts